uh, in studio with us today. We have Ronin Ayres. He's an entrepreneur and somebody who has taken the whole wellness thing to heart, so to speak. He's uh, not just an entrepreneur, but somebody who's focused his investment in building other entrepreneurs and their particular their personal wellness. It's important to talk about habits, building the right habits. I know that everyone talks about uh, building discipline, but uh, habits are better, no? Don't I guess you need the discipline to build uh, good habits. And so while there, there are many books that have been written on the subjects, uh, I always wonder like why people go away for maybe a week to three weeks in December and come back and think they're going to totally revolutionize their world and they're, they're, they're going to do everything completely differently. And that's generally setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. So really the idea that I love to speak to people about is how do you own your first hour of, of your day? When, when, is, when is it most likely you'll have time for yourself with almost zero distraction that you can do what will set, set you up for the best possible outcome for that day. And often involves little tiny things that you can do consistently that will really set yourself up for success. So is this about setting your alarm an hour earlier? If you get up at six, now you get up at five, go into a different room and then follow a procedure? Well, it depends what you're doing already. So for most people, when their alarm goes off at six, they're putting snooze. Yeah. And when they finally get, can switch the alarm off, the first thing they'll do is check their messages. Once you check your messages, you, you've already been captured. Your day is no longer yours. And you generally, um, the next time you look up is a cup of coffee or two late and it's an hour, hour and a half. And, and then you're really like a freight train that's left and you're a victim to whatever comes up next. So what people, what great people do is whatever time they set their alarm for, so it's early enough that you will have dedicated time that you can be intentional either about your um, physical practice, so fitness, your spiritual practice, or even a learning time to learn, like all these videos that you want to watch or something specific, a skill that you want to learn that you dedicate a small amount of time every day. I'll give you an example, like part of my daily routine is 15 to 25 minutes of breath work, followed by a cold shower, so it sounds a bit like Wim Hof, the Iceman. Sometimes there's physical exercise afterwards and sometimes um, there's a spiritual practice. And, um, and part of that is on at least, probably for half the week, um, I'm fasting intermittently. So I'll only have uh, my first meal close to brunch or lunch. So it all depends how you want to start your day, but it's really about focusing and people add in layers that are a bit more spiritual, but help you with your mindset. So a like a practice around gratitude. Can you think of three things in the morning that you can list that you're grateful for, whether they're relationships or things that you already have in your life? Or what is your most important or three most important things that you have to get done today that you would feel that today is worthwhile? And you're often with music with, um, that can help prime yourself. These are all like a stack that you can use to really own that first hour so that by the time you're either dropping the kids off at school or you're arriving at work or you're 
you're sitting at your desk for your first call, you're in your most prime position to be ready for success. I've seen many entrepreneurs where they have sort of weak habits and then there's the weekend habits. So, you know, the alarm doesn't go off at six on a Sunday, it goes off maybe at eight or doesn't go off at all. Um, so habits that are weekday habits and not weekend habits, does that sort of, is that okay? Is, does that break it? Yeah, so I, I, so I look at it as, 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 as if you look at it in rhythms, just like everyone needs a break, every habit needs a break. So you can take, you'd see many people would spend January having a dry January, not because just they broke, but they drank too much in December or maybe throughout the year. The same happens with, with habits. And so for some people, they might choose not to run for a month or on weekends, they either have their longer runs or they don't run or they sleep later or the whole concept of it, if you think about it, is around Sabbath. So if it's for six days you work and one day you take a break, we're a bit luckier, we have five and two, we can take a break. But really it's around um, that tension of when you're on and when you're holding back. And so when it comes to even athletic performance, you know, you do need recovery days so that you can recover to, to be ready for peak performance. Yeah, the, the repetitive nature, that whole concept of after 21 days, that becomes a habit. Have you seen that? Is that just uh, urban legend or, you know, and, and, and we spoke when the, the, during the intro, I asked you about discipline. And you know, it's this double-edged sword. You need the discipline for the, for the habit, but you need to be habitual in order to be disciplined. You know, it's like yeah. feed of one another. So if you, think, if you think about how brains are wired, they're wired for reward. And the reward is like a dopamine hit. So even in anticipation of, of doing what, you, what you're trying to make a habit will give you a dopamine hit, equal or greater to the actual thing. And so it's, it's, it, the, to answer the question, the 21 day is a thing and it's also more complicated than that. But roughly speaking, if you can do something for 21 days, it usually sticks. But if you make it easy and you remove the friction of, of doing it more often, it, there's a good chance you're going to, um, you will keep it as opposed to um, creating something way too complicated and way too hard to achieve on a sustainable basis. Well, anyways, we're going to have to cut it there. Well, now it's time to ask yourself some tough questions. Today's question is, am I driven for long enough? Is my drive actually diminishing over time? And I see this with many entrepreneurs who start off with a big bang, lots of vuma, lots of energy, lots of excitement. And they hit a one or two obstacles, three or four obstacles, five or six things didn't go the way that they intended. And that energy goes, and then they start with the excuses. So for me, the question to ask yourself here is, do you have enough drive for long enough? Can you keep reinvigorating yourself as an entrepreneur? If you don't have the capability to reinvigorate yourself, to motivate yourself, to drive yourself, to find connection with your purpose again and again, to remember what you're fearful of so that that pushes you. If you are not constantly doing this, if you don't have the capability to keep doing it, 
then you will possibly, not probably, but possibly be one of the 96% of businesses that fail. On average, it takes around five years to hit profitability. And if you don't have the sustainability of that drive, you will probably not be one of those 4% uh, that succeeds. So push yourself, find that drive and keep finding that drive. Well, that's it for the Big Small Business Show for today. I hope uh, today's show drove you. Do remember, if you think it, write it down and make it a reality. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. Everywhere you go, MTN.